Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Experience! Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Cinco de Mayo, May the 5th. 2014, and this is the Derek Diamond Experience Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Derek Diamond, and hopefully you had a fun and relaxing weekend, and hopefully you have a even more fun and safe Cinco de Mayo. And if you're listening from the Pensacola area, hopefully you didn't sustain any damage from that epic rainstorm that we had last Tuesday night slash Wednesday morning, which, living through Hurricane Ivan, which, crazy enough, happened 10 years ago this year... It's honestly, it was the most genuinely afraid I've been of weather since Hurricane Ivan. It just, the rain just would not stop. And the fact that we got 20, I believe 26 or 27 inches of rain. And someone told me that it was actually one third of the rain that we're supposed to get during a normal season. So that that was just mind-blowing to me. And seeing all the photos of like scenic highway and the intersection of olive and Johnson, uh, nine mile road. Just, there are so many places where the roads are just either completely gone or there are just sections that are washed away. It's, it's, it's just mind blowing to see. It's like something out of a sci-fi movie. I mean, it was literally like an earthquake or some kind of, I don't know. It's just, it was insane. And thankfully, I didn't personally sustain any damage, but lightning hit pretty close to here, I believe around 4.30 on Wednesday morning, and it fried my cable box and my PS4. So that's that was kind of depressing, but I am thankful that I didn't sustain any like property damage or anything like that. I never lost power, never lost water, so so I'm very thankful for that. But hopefully, if you if you did sustain any damage, uh, my my thoughts and condolences go out to you, and hopefully we can get everything repaired very, very soon. But moving on to our guest this week, we are once again going through the world of acting, but we're also going to delve into the world of modeling with model and actress Adele Palfrey, who is also a cast member of the Actor Factor series, which you may remember I had the director of the actor factor Naraj Trivedi on a couple of weeks ago and just getting to learn a little bit more about the world of modeling and even acting a little bit I mean it's it was a really fun learning experience and that's one of the fun things about doing a show like this and talking to people through different walks of life is you get to learn so many different things and I I met Adele I believe back in January at a uh, filmmakers meet and greet in Pensacola. And we, both of us, we were kind of in that situation where we didn't really know who to talk to or didn't have anybody to talk to. So we just started talking to each other. And I think we talked for like half an hour, maybe. But she, she's really nice, really cool uh, to talk to. It was a great interview. We get to learn a lot about modeling, uh, a little bit more about the actor factor, because she's a producer as well. And hopefully sometime in the next few weeks, uh, I'll have some more cast members from the Actor Factor on. So I'll quit babbling for now, and we'll get right to the Adele Palfrey interview.
I'm now joined along with my special guest this week, model and actress Adele Palfrey. Adele, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, thanks. Thank you for coming on the show. It's it's uh it's a pleasure. Well, thanks for having me, Derek. So the first thing I wanted to ask you, uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in Lafayette, Louisiana, and I moved here to Destin, Florida about six years ago in late 2007. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Louisiana, it's a pretty fun place. From mm-hmm. I haven't been in a long time, but I don't think I've ever been to Lafayette. Been to New Orleans several times. But. Yeah, Lafayette's awesome. Um, it's really, really cultural. Um, I used to like work at a Cajun restaurant, for instance, and they have live Zotico and Cajun music every night. <laughs> um, yeah, lots of culture. There's a fair amount of French. It's fun. Yeah. Fun place. Yeah. Great food. Yeah, I could do a whole show about Cajun food. It's <laughs> I always... You have to eat a lot when you go to Louisiana, especially yeah. New Orleans, I think. Like, there's certain places you have to go to. Yeah, just for to, sure. At least once in your life. Mm-hmm. Like, one, one of my favorite places is uh, Cafe Du Monde yeah. in New Orleans. Like, I, I love that place. Mm-hmm. I went there, I think it was in 2012. I had ran the New Orleans uh, half marathon. Oh, cool. And after that, pigged out on beignets <laughs> and coffee, so... I felt like that was my reward. Yeah, it's a great reward. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so what uh, what made you want to go into modeling? Because modeling came before acting, correct? Sort of. Um, really, acting kind of came first for me. Oh, okay. Um, not technically speaking uh, as a job, but back in high school, I did speech and so I would, you know, go to other high schools and act competitively against the other speech students. So um, I did that just junior and senior year of high school. And then in college, I also took one acting class, although I was a Spanish major. So I didn't really get to do too much acting, but I always had the interest in acting. Um, but yeah, my I guess my priorities have like, shifted and changed as I've grown up but um and basically when I was in college I was dating this Mexican guy and because I had lived in Mexico for a year after high school I did missionary work there mm-hmm. right before I went to college and um I always thought that I was going to be like a Spanish teacher or like something with Spanish and so when we broke up um, the beginning of my senior year of college that changed things for me. And this is going to sound like ridiculous and cliche, but I started watching the TV show America's Next Top Model. And I thought it was so awesome because I've always been super artsy. Like I used to love um, painting and drawing mm-hmm. and all that. And that was actually probably like what I was best at when I was younger was being artistic in that way. But watching this show was so great because basically I got to see these models um, traveling all over the place, which is like something I love to do at that time because I would go to Mexico all the time. And I also did a study abroad in Austria when I was in college. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I got to travel all over Europe, too, for a semester. And um what was so awesome about the show is that I saw like these girls like traveling all over the world 
but they're also getting these like fantastic, amazing pictures taken of them and the whole like art aspect that comes into the photography. And that's kind of what got me interested in modeling. Um, basically, I didn't, it took me a while to actually start pursuing it. Like I tried out for America's Next Top Model twice um, that, that same year. But then I moved to Florida because I met my boyfriend I have now, we've been dating for like seven years, um, on spring break here in Destin. Um, and so basically I ended up moving to Destin like six months later, but I kind of got sidetracked away from my little ambitions for modeling because, you know, I had to get a job here and had a new boyfriend. And so eventually I did get back into it. And one of my friends that I worked with at BCBG, um, he was a model through Model Scout Bennett and he got me in contact with them, and that's how I got into it, basically. Okay, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, one thing I, I'm curious about, and before I forget, you said that you did, like, I guess you'd call them acting competitions when you were in, like, high uh -huh. school. So how did that work? Did you, like, say, reenact a certain scene and whoever did the best one, or how did that work? Um, no, they have... Um, so they have different events that you can compete in. And mm -hmm. so I did mainly just two events. Um, one of them was prose poetry. And so basically I had a binder. So I wasn't, it wasn't memorized, but you have a binder. And so you're supposed to only look at your binder maybe like 10% of the time and then at the audience 90%. But um, so prose poetry, you have like different poems and then prose sections and so you have to perform them um, and they're generally 10 minutes long and you usually have a panel of just six people all together and they're in classroom settings because it's always held at different high schools but um, so I would do that event and then also my best friend Emily Guidry and I we were teamed up as duo partners and so basically it's the same deal where you have the binders but you're performing a scene together so um, I used to do those two events. I tried to do some of the events where you didn't have the binders, like I did a dramatic interpretation, but I hated my piece. It was like this really depressing piece about this girl that had multiple sclerosis that played the violin. And <laughs> um, maybe that's why I didn't do so well with it because it was something that was given to me. I wasn't chosen. I didn't choose it myself. Um, but I do have a problem for blanking. And so the binder is really great for that, for the com competition. Like, I would never want to be a theater actress because of my issue with blanking. Like, when you can act on set, that's just so much more liberating because, like, the breaks you get, it's just so way less pressure, in my opinion, even though, like, some people would find that worse than theater. But for me personally, <laughs> that's what I prefer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that... I was just the, what you just described actually sounds like a really cool concept. I think it would actually make you a better actor or actress to have to do something like that. So Oh, for sure. Um, actually, I guess I got into acting because I just love the school plays because I'd watched them when I was a junior high kid, like the high school students performing the plays and just to be up in front of people and... Um, I don't know, just, I guess, kind of like prove myself to the rest of the students because 
I wasn't like really popular growing up. And so that was like a way for me to kind of like get out of my comfort zone. But um, yeah, I just, that's kind of like one of the major reasons why I went into it was because I wanted to, I don't know, I wanted that more like social interaction that I wasn't really experiencing at the time. Um, yeah, and then it was just fun and fun to become like something else, something you're not other characters. Yeah. All right, so you've gotten into the modeling industry, and one thing that I, I've always been personally curious about, what is the process of getting ready for a photo shoot like from a model's perspective? I know what it's like from a photographer's perspective, mm -hmm. but I've never heard personally what it's like from you know the person that's being photographed. What's that process like? Are you, do you mean the day of or just in general? Yeah, say, say you, you wake up and it's the day of a photo shoot. Like what, okay. what's the process like of getting ready for it? Um, really, there's not a whole lot that you have to do because they want you to come on set with like a bare face, like no makeup whatsoever. Um, so it's pretty much, it's just like showing up and then basically you have, um, makeup artists and then hairstylists. And so it's generally a process of getting to the location. You see the other models there and then waiting to get your hair and makeup done. <laughs> and then once that's done and once, um, I mean, sometimes they need everyone ready at the same time or they'll just take people as they're ready right. and start shooting them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I guess for a model, the preparation part comes in the days before mm -hmm. because, I mean, I don't really personally do this, but I know that there's a lot of models who, um, like, they'll do, like, a cleanse for a few days. A juice cleanse. Yeah, something yeah. like that, which I'm just not a fan of because I personally don't think that they're that healthy. But, um, yeah, or they'll, like, hardcore exercise for, like, that whole week before <laughs> something else I don't really do. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't really find that those exercises are going to make that huge of a difference with how you look. Especially I'll, with that close of time to right. the photo shoot. Like exactly. that's, that's something you do like a month at the earliest or the latest before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed. But I do think that um, like trying not to be stressed out <laughs> That week before, like to keep your skin clear and then like drinking plenty of water and those sorts of things are good to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's pretty cool, actually. You uh, you had mentioned to me the other day that you've done a lot of uh, runway modeling work. What is that like? Um, well, basically, it's it's funny because, you know, when I got into modeling, all I ever really wanted to do were the photo shoots because... I like the whole art aspect that went into it with, you know, the costuming and then the background. And then afterwards you have like a tangible like picture you can look at that represents the art in itself. And I always kind of felt that I was maybe a little clumsy. And so I just thought I would be terrible on the runway. <laughs> so um, the funny thing is, though, that I have worked more runway actually than I have photo shoot jobs. And so early on when I got, when I basically, when I got to be with Linda Bennett, um, she had these model searches. And so maybe like four searches in, I got signed with an agency in Atlanta, presence models and talent. 
And one of the first things that Kitty wanted me to go on were these runway auditions. And so after my first audition, I was pretty intimidated because there were like maybe a hundred girls and they were all agency represented. And I'd say at least half of the girls had amazing walks. And so I knew right away that I needed to get training. And so um, I had Kitty refer me to actually one of her older models, um, Terry Land, who's been doing runway forever. And she did a one-on-one -on -one session with me and taught me how to walk and taught me like exactly how to hold every part of my body and how, you know, what the movement is. And so that allowed me to quickly thereafter, um, I booked a showroom in Atlanta. And since then, I've worked um, Fashion Week New Orleans twice. I worked the uh, local South Walden Fashion Week here in Sandustin. And um, I've done some other small jobs in Baton Rouge and um, also in New Orleans, basically like for modeling bridal dresses and that sort of thing. But um, I'd say one of the great things for the whole like learning how to walk and thinking that I couldn't do that was that at South Juan and Fashion Week, which was this past fall, they asked me to train all the girls <laughs> how to walk the day before the show started. So I knew at that point, um, you know, that I had to train like 50 models how to walk that I had finally gotten somewhere with my with my walk. So, yeah. So it sounds like a lot of work goes into even just the walking aspect. Yeah, it really, there really is a lot of work that goes into it. You don't think there would be because it just seems like so simple. You just walk, but there really is like an expected way that you're supposed to, you know, have your posture, not swing your arms too much, lead with your hips. Um, and then also your eye placement, like they want you looking straight ahead. And then also with facial expressions, like kind of, you know, they want you to be, have that fierce look, but then sometimes the clothes that you're modeling don't fit that. And so you have right. to have more of like a playful, there's actually like a fair amount of acting that comes into modeling, but you don't even realize it until you're doing it. Now that you mentioned that, like I, I've seen some runway stuff and like I, I have a habit of moving my arms around whenever I walk. And mm -hmm. now that I think about it, I'm like, they don't really move their arms around that much or if at all. No, they so do. That, it really depends on the model and true. And also on what the show that you're working for wants. Um, so there because, is a variety. Yeah, there is. Um, it's funny because, you know, I worked fashion week, new Orleans these past two years and not this year, but the year before they had us imitating, um, I think it was Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week in New York, kind of like the style that the girls walked there. And they had their arms more all the way back with just the lightest like side-to-side -side swing movement. And that's kind of like the style that I've adapted. Um, and then funnily enough, this year when they were training us, they had us doing a swing and more back and forth instead of side-to-side. -side. And so I don't know if like, they're following trends in runway or if it's just that there was a different, you know, group coaching this year to teach everyone how to walk, like why they change styles. 
But um, it is really interesting. But yeah, they don't want too much arm movement ever. There's a lot more work that goes into that than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. If someone were to walk up to you and say, I want to get into modeling, what would you tell them? I would tell them to first try and find either a mother agent or a manager because they will help find an agency for you. And it's a lot easier to get into an agency with someone like that to just even walk in the door. Um, And I mean, there are agencies that have open calls where they'll see, you know, like anyone from the public in general can just walk in there and they'll meet you. But you have a much better chance of getting in with an agency if you have that manager or mother agent to call them, talk to them, kind of talk you up and, you know, tell them all about you. Um, Moving on into acting, you're part of the uh, upcoming web series called The Actor Factor, which I had Niraj Trivedi and Jalene Vicente on a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. How did you get involved with it? Um, well, this is kind of funny, but uh, Niraj and Jalene and I, we all got to know each other through AMC Talents acting classes, and <laughs> we formed fast friendships, but basically soon after that, you know, we would keep up with each other on Facebook and like joke around on there, and one day, Jalene just randomly, there was like a thread that the three of us were on, or maybe we were commenting on a picture, but... She was basically saying, guys, wouldn't it be so funny if we made like our own SNL? And then like Niraj and Jalene were like in this banter of like ideas. And I knew that it was just kind of a joke. And I was like, no, guys, seriously, let's do this. Like, let's make our own project. And so they were like, okay, we're going to do it. And so um, shortly thereafter, Niraj wasn't able to make it, but Jalene and I and then two other girlfriends of ours, um, another one is an actress in the Actor Factor, Michelle Rhodes, uh, we met up in Niceville and we just started like brainstorming ideas. And what we realized is that the easiest or maybe the best thing to make a show about is to do something with something that you know. And so since we all related to the ambition and drive to act. Um, We decided to base it sort of on ourselves and how, you know, we all got to know each other and form our friendships through AMC Talent. The plot of kind of the movie within a movie or a show within Uh a show has always been intriguing to me. Like I've I've seen a few movies like that and Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy them even if sometimes like the acting isn't, what it should be just the I don't know why but just the story of it is just really intriguing because I I guess you know so many people can feel like they relate to it so I I think it's I think it's a great idea to do something like that and I'm looking forward to seeing it too Mm -hmm. you're also a producer on the show correct Mm -hmm. yes correct and what uh, responsibilities does that entail um well basically with me I am a huge communicator within the group with all the other actors. And so anytime there's something coming up, like I'm the one that reaches out to everyone in the group. Um, I've kind of become like our secretary, (laughs) so to speak. So um, a lot of like documents that need to be typed up, that's what I do. Um, I recently typed up our entire um, locations breakdown 
Uh, Niraj has done some of our breakdowns, like our production breakdown, and he did our wardrobe breakdown, which I've kind of expanded upon because I'm in charge of the wardrobe department. But um, yeah, so basically, you know, I referenced our production breakdown and then our script to make our locations breakdown which pretty much just states um, each scene that's going to be filmed and then the um, actors appearing in those scenes and um, also like a general length of time per scene, which right. I don't really actually know how to page count just yet, so I wasn't able to do the time frame, but that's, that's the document that I had to put together um, that we went off of recently when we scheduled out our shooting schedule, which is you know, starting from this coming weekend up through mid-June. And then we're going to group together again in June to schedule out the rest of the summer. So we, ha we have pretty much up to the halfway point scheduled, which is really good because we're estimating about 30 shoot days altogether. So, oh, okay. Yeah, and just shooting on weekends, Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah. Well, it sounds like, you know, from what I've heard from you and from the other two, you guys have a really good team like you guys work really well together and have balanced out the responsibilities you've got the right yes. people doing the right mm -hmm. things which i which is really important mm -hmm. in my opinion uh, so what you you also are going to be on camera mm -hmm. what character do you play and what is your character like i play the character isabel um she is kind of the smart nerd of the group. Um, and You're I wear, already my favorite character. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I wear glasses. Um, you'll never see me in them because I'm always wearing my contacts. But for the show, I'm going to actually be wearing my real glasses. So um, I have that, that look dynamic to go with it. It was kind of funny because um, I always was a nerd growing up, like super nerdy. Um, what, I would, what were some of your nerdy interests? <laughs> well, as a very little girl, I loved reading all the time. Mm -hmm. And so instead of playing with my friends at recess, I would just go like sit in the corner and read <laughs> or like, you know, just find some spot outside and read a book. So I was like interested in, you know, the usual girl books, like Sweet Valley Twins and Babysitter's Club and stuff like that. Uh, Nancy Drew books. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I was into all those series that are targeted towards that age. But I also was big into like Game Boy. Like I had my own Game Boy and then I had a Game Gear after that. So I kind of went through like the whole video game phase as a kid. Um, both very clunky video game <laughs> systems back in their day. I, yeah. I had both of those. I remember the Game Gear was like yeah, this big. Yeah, it's so big. <laughs> the battery would last about 10 minutes. Yeah. Something like that. Well, that, that's really cool. Yeah. That's very, very cool. So it's kind of going back to um, like who I used to be. But Isabel's very, I'd say, she's kind of like, her style isn't totally nerdy because she's got kind of this preppy thing going on. Where she likes to wear a lot of like plaid and like button up shirts and that sort of thing. So she has, I guess, a little bit of a cool factor to her. Like she's not like totally nerdy, but it's her personality and her interests that make her nerdy. And then her also her um her need to socially withdraw from people. Like she spends a lot of time by herself and she's afraid to connect with people. 
I think that'll actually make for a really good, uh, really good story. Because I, from what I've heard, it seems like every character has their own little conflict that they right, have. struggle. So mm-hmm. I think when you take those kind of people and you put them mm-hmm. as a group, mm-hmm. instead of it being about just one person, how it's about a group of people, I think that's really cool because you get the variety of audiences. Like someone might connect more with your character or mm-hmm. might connect more with Jolene's character and right. so on and so forth. So I, I think that's great. Yeah. I just hate that I didn't think of it first. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really great. Um, the way that Naraj like wrote the script is great because you know you have so many scenes where it's all the girls all together, but then there's a lot of scenes where you see them in their home lives and yeah. like what's really going on behind the scenes. You know. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's good. I'm also kind of excited to see Naraj's character too. I think that's going to be hilarious. Yeah, he's uh, he's a funny one. He's very cocky. <laughs> Very sure of himself, but he also has a, I guess, a tender-hearted side to him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that it's gonna be more of a comedy. Mm-hmm. I think it's just gonna oh, be, yeah. it's just gonna be fun. Everyone yeah. loves a good comedy. For sure, for sure. And you also said that you're, uh, you're in charge of wardrobe. I guess that just entails. Do you get to like personally select the attire for all the characters and tell them this is what you're gonna be wearing? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I um I have over 120 looks all together for all the scenes. Like my character has 22, Jolene's has 20, Michelle has 18, Lisa has 15. So basically what I did was uh raided my own closet. I have a lot of clothes. Just I've accumulated them over the years and then working retail. Yeah. And I don't know. I've always kind of been into fashion. And so I specifically found in my closet everything that like fits each character because, you know, we don't have a huge budget. So it's not like we can go out and buy the clothes. Right. I did spend money, though, however, on certain scenes like our punk scene. Um, I got a lot of Hot Topic items <laughs> for that because none of us really had very many punky clothes. Um but yeah, and then basically I met up with each actor one-on-one and kind of, you know, we put together looks with my clothes and then used their own wardrobes as well. Yeah, and from the pictures I've seen, you've done a good job of oh, selecting the entire. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun to... It's going to be fun to see. I'm excited to see when it all starts to mm-hmm. to come together. Yeah. And the last thing I wanted to ask, do you have any kind of like social media that you'd like to plug maybe for the actor factor or for yourself? Like if you maybe have an online portfolio or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, my Facebook like page is facebook.com slash Adele Palfrey. And that's A-D-E-L-L-E-P-A-L-F-R-E-Y dot model dot actress dot producer i know it's kind of incredibly long sorry um and then also our our web page for the actor factor is the actor factor series.com and our facebook page is facebook.com slash the actor factor web series cool oh and one thing I forgot to ask, 
Um, acting, well, I guess both acting and modeling wise, who would, uh, you consider to be like an influence? Like a famous person? Yes. <sighs> like say acting wise, um, if you watch someone, like someone's past performances mm-hmm. that may have inspired you to want to become a better actress or something like that. I would say Nicole Kidman. It's a good one. Yeah. She's, um, She's very adaptable. Like I've seen her play so many different types of characters, but just her ability to take on some of the types of roles she's taken on. Like she's done a lot of dark roles or very um, emotional type roles Mm -hmm. and the way that she just performs in them. And then I've also seen her be like the malicious evil type too, such as in The Golden Compass, which is like my favorite book ever and I really enjoyed the movie the movie inspired me to read the books um by Philip Pullman but she's just incredible as that character and just every movie I see her in I always appreciate her acting and it's funny because I've heard her be critical of herself like on the movie Australia in an interview she just said how she did such a terrible job in the movie and so I was expecting the movie to be bad but she was still amazing in it when I saw it so well, everyone's their own worst critic. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's all I have. So thank you very much for coming on the show, Adele. Thanks so much, Derek. <laughs> all right. That's it for the show this week. I would once again like to thank Adele Palfrey for coming on for that really fun interview learned so much about modeling acting is this it was a really fun conversation and as of right now i don't have a guest lined up for next week but i'll be posting updates on the twitter and facebook which you can follow the show on twitter at d diamond exp like the show on facebook at the Derek diamond experience and you can also follow me on twitter at Derek underscore diamond and if you have any questions or suggestions as to who you would like to see as a guest then either tweet me, send a Facebook message, or you can email the show at ddiamondpodcast at gmail.com. And I believe that's it. See you guys next week.